The views, information, or opinions expressed during the filming of this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent any church affiliation of host Raynal Kent, where he is not singing anymore. All right, I want to welcome you to the Not Safe for Church podcast. Oh <laughs> that was gosh. like shady, but it wasn't. Let me tell you something, y'all. I am functioning off of like five hours of sleep. I literally just woke up. I had to just wake up, but like, I haven't had time because I had to go to work. I mean, I have I have a life and I got to get to the bag. So here I am recording this podcast because I'm here. Okay. All right. I want to welcome you to the Not Safe for Church podcast where we serve the saints and the ain'ts. Come on. I don't know where I stand these days because Jesus <laughs> is for everybody. I want to welcome my co-host. We have the beautiful, the love of my life, but I'm still looking for a man. Luna, <laughs> Daniel, come hey. on. Woo! All right, I got Renee Anderson in the building. Hello, She's back. back. We have a virgin. We have two versions to the podcast. We have Curtis Knight. What it do, y'all? But Curtis. I don't think he's a virgin. But that's not my business. <laughs> and we have Janine Marborn, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. Janine is a counselor, yeah. just a great person. I just love Janine. She is the bomb.com, One of my good friends. All right, y'all. I gotta start with these announcements. Come on, we got the church announcements. Let me get to them. All right, I got these trucker hats, y'all. The shut up and pray trucker. And guess what? Right now, I am, guess what? They're, they're totally free, but not free. So I am already raising money for my season two. If you want to be an investor, if you want to be a sponsor for season two, I need you. Guess what you can do right now? You can donate $20 or more and get one of these hats, and I will mail it to you and do whatever you need to do. They're totally free, but a $20 donation or more. Okay. Is it free? I don't know. This is a $20 donation or more. I got these hats. I would love for you to help me. If you're like, Renard, I can't sponsor a whole podcast, but I can give you $20. Here, this is the perfect way to do it. I will send it to your house, and we will get it all situated. All right, also on Friday night, somebody say Friday night. Friday night. You know how church, <laughs> see, you come on, you've been at church. Somebody say Friday night. Friday night. Come on, guys. Hallelujah. <laughs> I will be karaoke with Raynaud at For the Love. And um, For the Love is downtown, the Arts District. I'll oh, be hosting gosh. karaoke. It's going to be lit. We're going to be singing songs. I may be sipping on some other stuff other than water because like, I can sip on stuff now publicly. <laughs> And not be worried if I'm going to lose my job. So praise the name <laughs> of the Lord. I promise you I'm not. That was, I don't think. Was that shady? It's a know. fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I want to be healed. And I'm taking off my glasses. I just want to wear glasses tonight because I think it's a look. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yeah. All right. Let me do these ads. Come on. Because ads is how this podcast continues to go and sponsors. Ad and sponsors. Ad and sponsors. Ad and sponsors. All right. All right. All right. This ad is from Bell Solar and Electrical Systems. Um, they are women-owned and operated. They've been in business for 15 years. Best of Las Vegas for the last two years in a row for solar and electrical categories. A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. And founding partners with the Henderson Silver Knights. The CEO with the word Forbes 30 under 30. The CRO was on episode eight and maybe she will be on next week with her husband and we'll be talking about some good stuff and um they are all about giving back they have given over a hundred thousand dollars to nonprofits. check out bell solar and electrical systems today check them out and make sure you tell them i sent you raynaud tiba i'm a wally kent since you don't say the middle names they want to know who that is they're like is this a man from africa i'm kidding <laughs> i've been thinking about doing comedy lately i think i'm pretty funny you are you think so i think you should I do think it i'm gonna do, a, I'm gonna do amateur night is there a, so if you know where there's an amateur night in Vegas. I think they tell do it me. at South Point. Oh my god, I'm gonna go yeah. and just and just tell some jokes about my life. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, do that. So yeah. good. Do that. All right, so check them out. And oh, this episode is brought to you by my Nana, Bonita VC. Thank you, Nana. I love you so so much. I love my Nana because she just loved me for me. Period. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, "For God so loved the world." Period. And some of y'all just need to love people. 
period. But that's none of my business. All right, we have to start this episode with an altar call. Some of you may be asking, what is an altar call? An altar call we call our brothers and sisters who may be in need of prayer. So today we are switching it up. We're going to play a game called Ask the Counselor. Janine is a licensed, therap- a licensed therapist, and she is going to help us work through some questions. All right, Janine, are you ready? I am ready. Janine, okay, I, I'm, I hope you're ready, sister. All right. <laughs> All right, let me go to the first one. It has been brought to my attention that church attendance is declining since the pandemic. What do you think is the cause of this after, are people leaving the faith or are they just leaving the building? You know, I think um, I think it's a combination of both. Um, I think that there are people who are leaving the building once we mm-hmm. went into the pandemic people got comfortable with the convenience of virtual church. And it kind of gave you an opportunity to try other churches. You weren't limited to the churches in your area, the places that you could drive to. You got to experience churches all over the world. Um, And I think that made people decide that, you know, maybe going back into the physical building isn't for me. Um, And I think the other thing that happened is a lot of things in the pandemic made people start questioning what they've always believed to be true. Um, The things that they've been taught, they've been conditioned to believe with that pause and that opportunity to really stop and think through it. I think they started asking questions and the result is some people decided that this might not be for them. Mm, Girl, girl, that's my story, sister, because, you know, I I thought it was for me and I still go to church, but they won't let me sing no more. So. They won't let me sing no more. It's their loss. That's their loss. You know, they won't let me sing Amazing Grace. (laughs) How sweet the sound. But I still sit in the front row and I get my praise on. You're going to be singing. I'm going to be. Hey, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Don't think you're going to be singing. I will sing again. I will sing. You will. I will sing again. But my price is going to go up when they invite yes, me back. Yes, it will. <laughs> Double for my trouble. Yes, sir. Because I got to pay. I'm going to probably have to pay some people back for that. And they have money to from. sponsor an episode, too. Yeah, period. And then they got to come on here. <laughs> and, and buy a hat. Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I always do think, though, like, and I'm not, I promise you I'm not being shady. I always think, like, if people did invite me back, I hope people would do a public apology. Like, loud. I want a loud apology. But. You need it? I don't need it. But I, I just like it. it. I'm just, no, I'm just asking. I like loud apologies. Yeah. I like when apologies are loud. Me too. My, one thing about me is like, if you like, do something, what, what what do you what would you like for them to apologize for? Like, what what does that apology sound like? I don't know. What I I guess I wanted to sound like, I'm. I think I would want. I wouldn't just come back. I feel like a conversation would need to be had, publicly, on a mic, on a platform. Like I'm not just coming back. Like you're not going to just secretly invite me and I come back and we act like everything's cool. No, 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 no. That's fair. You invite me back. Before I start singing, I would want you to call. We're going to have Brother Raynaud come back and lead worship today. And, you know, we know, you know, his podcast, he was very open and honest. But we know he loves God. And we're filling the gap of love, period. Let Lead us nice. to worship today. Mm-hmm. That's how it should go. So if you're nice. a pastor and you're wondering how I want it to go, copy those words. <laughs> period all right janine all right so say somebody is continuing to date the wrong person like every time it just goes left how do you avoid this and how do you look for the right person uh so unfortunately i deal with this a lot with clients um and unfortunately what often happens is we repeat patterns right um one of the things that i always say is you know we repeat the patterns in the the places that we become comfortable and comfortable doesn't necessarily mean functional. It could be comfortable in dysfunction 
And so you just keep picking the same person with a different face and a different name mm. and repeating the same patterns. Um, and so if you want to do something different, you got to figure out why you're doing what you're doing right now. And so that's definitely a big part of it is asking yourself, why do I keep picking these people? Um, and until you figure that out, you're going to keep making the same mistakes. Oh, that is good. That is good. That's good. Y'all have any scenarios? Y'all need to, I know some of y'all, because some of y'all may not be going to therapy, so you might need to, she is here, so we need to. <laughs> yeah, you know. You some, she's we, here you know, to be our therapist. Come on, we, you got some something, an idea, a friend? I think really you should just take time to really get to know yourself before getting into another relationship. And honestly, noticing the red flags in your partner is also noticing the red flags within yourself. Knowing why you chose that partner Mm -hmm. is also just as triggering as why you continue to stay with them. You know, like, why am I allowing this behavior to happen? Why am I allowing this person to mistreat me? And sometimes it's good to take a step back and really get back in touch with yourself before getting into another relationship because you will just repeat those patterns. Yeah. yeah. All right, Janine, this is my last um, Ask the Counselor. Girl, this is a good one. Somebody, <laughs> this is for the Christians out there because I know a lot of them listening to here. They don't say they listen because they don't want their pastor to know they listen. <laughs> Because they'd be scared that they pass or know they're going to be mad at, at me. But they listen. I know you. Christians, I know you're listening. All right. We have a lot of Christian listeners. Say you're dating someone and you guys are waiting to have sex. Because I'm waiting to have sex. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Uh-huh. I really think I am. But I would want to know what it looks like. What, <laughs> you- what it looks like. <laughs> Cause I don't want to like be surprised when I get there. Like, oh god, like, Yo. can I handle this? That's my like, doubt. That's my doubt. Is it too small? Like, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I've had some experiences, but I'm not gonna talk about nobody. Mighty God, I've been saved. Let me take my time period. Cause a lot of y'all, when I was working at the church, I was celibate for five years. So just so all y'all know, hey. celibate five years. Five years. I'm not saying now. That's my, and I'm on period Let's right there, right girl. There. Luna, go. you heard me. I was going to say too much. I was like, that's enough. For five years. That's enough. Five whole years. Y'all, and it was hard, literally. She knew. Ew. It was. Ay. Oh, my God. I'm being so wild tonight. I know. I, I am. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. I'm sorry. This is not a sex podcast. I feel like I said that every time. That's how you guys can know I'm probably sexually frustrated. All right. But I'm trusting God, y'all. I'm trying to hold on. Okay, you finally get married and the sex ministry is terrible. What do you do, Janine? What do you do? You waited. You waited on God. You said, God, I'm waiting on you. I'm trusting you. And you get there and it's like, it's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You just have to learn how to work on it. I think of it the same way, like if you were being sexually active with this person and now we've been married for 15, 20 years and we have to figure out how to make it interesting, how to stay um, active, how to enjoy each other. You know, it's about learning. And and don't get me wrong, it's going to be sometimes a challenge because I think the church does a really poor job of teaching us about healthy sexuality. Yes. You're taught just don't do it, mm. restrain, stay abstinent, and now you're married, go. And you're supposed to know how to be sexual, how to please a partner, how to please yourself. Um, and you were never given permission to practice any of that before you got married. And so a lot of times it's an uphill battle and yeah. you just got to keep working at it. Um, and mm. I, it's one of the few areas that I would say, you know, trial and error, you know, testing it out. 
can be a little bit of fun. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a bad experience as you kind of learn how to please each other, what you like and what your partner likes. Yeah. But a lot of people don't even know what they like. And that's the problem. What You got to know what Very you true. like, because I know what I like. <laughs> and y'all know what Very I like true. these days. I didn't think I would ever tell y'all, but here we are. Episode 15. Go watch. That's the highest rated episode. And I have a problem with that. We be talking about so much good stuff, but as soon as I share my business, y'all, they love to listen. They just want tea. They I think want they the want tea. Vulnerability. That's what this is about. No, they don't, they don't want tea. Okay. They want the no, gossip. you've been vulnerable they in want other the episodes. Gossip. Yes, I talked about how I was molested. I talked about, you know what I mean? <laughs> you you went in. Uh, yeah, I went have, in. I, but then I said, but at the end, I did get a little too raw. But I didn't, I was never. Sure. Let me shut up. Sure. All right, y'all, I'm going to do the next ad, and we're going to get into the conversation for the day, okay? Janine, you gonna stay with us, sister? I'll be right here. Come on, praise God. I'll be right, All right. here. All right, Jubilant Jewels. I'm grateful for Jubilant Jewels. They're a husband and wife duo. Been in business for five years. All their accessories are at a affordable price point. $5 for most things. Top percentile in their industry. Um, Six-figure sales. Shop their inventory at myjubilantjewels.com. Use the code NSFC for free shipping. All right, we get into the topic of the day. Our topic today is mental health. Um, as many of you know, I've been going to counseling for the last six years of my life. Growing up, I have faced many challenges that I didn't really deal with. Um, all this junk and all this mess um, affected my life later on. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my mental health. Today, we will discuss the power of becoming whole through our mental health. This feels so deep after we were just talking about stupid stuff. I guess sex is not stupid. It's deep. I, it, come on <laughs> no pun intended right <laughs> no, oh not you go deep Curtis oh interesting I'm about to call oh, your wow. wife <laughs> alright how do you guys define mental health and on a scale from 1 to 10 where are you mentally Jenny how would you define mental health um I think I would say mental health is a level of self-awareness having appropriate coping tools um, being able to ask yourself the right questions, um, being able to self-soothe. It's really about being able to navigate the world in a way that doesn't feel as heavy and as cumbersome. That's kind of how I see mental health. Wow. <laughs> Never could I have put that out of my mind. So let me just ask y'all, where are you guys mentally? Mental on health. a scale from one to 10, where are you at today? Wow. I'll go first. I would probably say I am at a, honestly, I don't feel like I'm at a seven. Like, I feel like I'm really trusting God. Like, things are working out. Um, I don't have everything figured out, but I feel good. And I think I'm on an upward tra trajectory. Period. Yeah. So, like, I don't... Yeah, it's a crazy season, but I feel... Yeah, I feel good. Okay. I'm probably... Let me see. Right now, I'm at about... I'm at about a nine. Oh, dang. Nice. Nine and some. I, I ain't even gonna lie. I probably don't drop below, like, seven oh. i ain't gonna lie like I, I really push myself to make sure i'm i'm happy yeah you know what i mean like i'm laughing i'm staying active i really like being in that happy mode yeah so i really try to stay there yeah so i i tend to when i if i dip below that seven it's something from family it's something that's yeah. like really close close it's not anything that's gonna really i don't allow it i think yeah. that's my dad you got that tough skin, and then me with God, I don't let it fall any, any yeah. further than that unless it's some family problems. I would probably say the same thing. I'm like yeah. that too. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I. I. 
When I go, I, when I'm down, I'm down. But when I'm up, I'm yeah. up. And I stay up for a minute. But when it go down, it's like... <laughs> it drops. <laughs> it drops bad. Yes. Remember the other night? Yes. <laughs> it's like being... It's like being what do they call it? Uh, the man flu. Yeah. The what? So like the man flu. So if I'm I'm sick, I'm really sick. Oh, oh got it. Yeah. But if other than that, I'm chilling. I don't think I've ever seen you really be sad. Thank you. Like ever. Yeah. It's just always I'm, a smile on I your face. I do get sad. I get well, sad. like it's sad in a way where it like <laughs> affects you throughout your whole day. Right. I don't want to affect anybody else with that. Yeah, and I hate so. people like that. And I'm yeah, not sorry. That sounds so rude. Nah, it is what but it is. I cannot stand people who cannot, like literally, shit goes on every day. Ooh, oh yeah. my God. Manager Ooh, yeah, of shut up. I guess I'm going to be cussing today. <laughs> um, things go on every day and it's like, you cannot let that stuff rule you. Yeah. yeah. Like, put it down. Like when I go to work every day, I guess what? Yes. I, I'm going through a lot, like, publicly. Like, a lot of people come in my job, like, oh, you sing here and do that. Like, yes. But, like, I leave that stuff at the door. Yeah. And I put on a garment of praise for the spirit of happiness. Yes. I always say, another day, another way. Come on, another. That's my that's Another my day, another way, another, another dollar. Hey, the dollar ain't worth nothing. It really ain't, because money comes and goes. There's another way. Let's refer to the last pot episode I was on. <laughs> we know money's important to Sister Luna. No, not important, but it's, it means something. Yeah, okay, of course. anywho. I'm going to give you Janine's number. She probably could help No, no, no. Meaning, <laughs> I have my it own. means something, but I mean huh? the worth of it. That's all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I think same as you, Reynold. I would say like a seven, okay. only because work is wild. And for some reason, I'm like similar to you guys in the sense that I don't let a lot of outside things affect me unless it's like people that I'm really, really close to, family, things like that. But work is one of those things that, like, can really mess up my whole day. And that's the season right now. So I would say seven. But thankfully, that's not, like, where I coast, you know? Mm -hmm. I tend to be a little bit higher. And I also feel like part of the benefits of counseling is you know how to, like, not let that, not just show, because I don't think it's good to, like, pretend either. But just like you said, I feel like there has to be a way to not let, your like what you're feeling affect other people as well like at least in a negative manner like i don't think if if i didn't mention that i don't think you guys would know like oh she had a hard day at work you're just not projecting yeah. on other people. Yes. yes it's the projecting piece you yeah. can feel it but i think you need to have a find safe places to project yeah well you start realizing you can't take anybody's reactions or aggression towards you personally because yeah. it's like just what's going on internally within them yeah a lot of times Ooh, seldom is a problem the problem i don't a lot of times people be having problems with people and it's like it's really not you. It's like they have their own problem with themselves. And once they get through that, it'll be great. Yeah. 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 Renee, where are you? You just like you want to say. Gosh, I feel like it's just like in the morning it can be at a five, by the night it's like nine, you know. Yeah. But honestly, I have to say I'm I'm probably like an eight, nine. I feel okay. really good. I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Yay. Yeah. I do yeah. feel really good. That's so good. That's so cheesy. <laughs> All right. Before I go to Janine, Janine, um, before I go to her, I want to ask you guys this. Do you believe going to a therapist or a counselor is important? Yes. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Do you guys all have one? No. I do. <clears throat> so it's important. but It's okay. <laughs> for me, for me, I'm married. Yeah. So I got married, but then we learn, yeah. you know, halfway through. So it was one of those things where once we started going to counseling, everything started to fall yeah. in place right. Yeah. But I would definitely tell somebody before they get married to get counseled before you get married. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You have to. You have to. Yeah. There is yeah. no ends ifs or buts. I promise you. You, you will be going through something. Sorry. Do you think, why do you think that is? Like why, 
why do you think it's so important? Like if you get married to go to counseling. The, <laughs> here we go. Like you're both bringing all of the stuff from your family of origin into the marriage. You're bringing all of your expectations based on what you saw, based on what you've seen, based on what you've read, and all of those expectations into the marriage, and so is your partner. And most of the time, people don't sit down and discuss that. Like, I don't sit down and ask a, a boyfriend, so what do you think a husband looks like? What are your expectations of a wife? And so there are a lot of those conversations that you're not having yeah. that aren't preparing you for how to join your lives together. So you join in marriage and now you've got all of these expectations you haven't communicated. You're frustrated because they're not being met. Yeah. Your partner's frustrated because you're frustrated. And a lot of that could have been avoided if you had had some of these conversations on the forefront. And most people just don't know to have them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait, wait, quick question. Okay. So if you did have those conversations, are you saying that marriage counseling may not be a necessity? <clears throat> I'm thinking that if you're having those conversations, yeah, you may be able to navigate those things on your own. Um, I think therapy as an individual is important for most people. Yes. Um, I think marriage therapy is, is only necessary if you're having trouble communicating, mm -hmm. if you're having trouble mm -hmm. connecting. Like what I do in most marriage therapy sessions with couples is really just translate. Yeah. Um, because you're saying the same thing over and over and your partner's not mm -hmm. getting it. It's because you're saying it the wow. same way over and over. And sometimes all you need is that something to interrupt that pattern. Mm -hmm. And now you guys can hear each other better and you can move towards resolution. And I work myself out of a job. <laughs> She's like, everybody's healed. Get married. I do believe like if somebody comes in the relationship very self-aware that it probably will be easier to join lives with somebody. Do I sound crazy, Janine? Not at all. Not at all. I think a lot of people lack that self-awareness. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the difficulty because when your partner is communicating, this is how I experience you. If you don't have any self-awareness, you yeah. can get defensive, you can misunderstand. Um, but if you can say, yeah, no, that's, I can see how you say that. Cause that's exactly how I am. You're right. I am stubborn. I struggle with that sometimes. Then that can, again, you're open. You've got your guard down. We can have real dialogue and communication. Um, without you getting defensive because you're aware of who you are. This is not a shock to you. The other yeah. part is you got to give into it. You have to give into it 100%. Like you got to, if you know, then you better do something about it. Yeah. You can just know it and then not do anything. Yeah. And you'll be right back to where y'all were or you were for that matter. Um, love languages. Everybody talks about love languages. Yeah. I know women know about love languages. <laughs> that right there, if I don't, go ahead and act on one of the love languages that I know she is telling me right now, then we're going to, we're going to start arguing. What's your wife's week. love language? What's that? What's your wife's love language? Oh, she loves to hug and hold and be. Oh, not that physical touch. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Lucky All you. the times. <laughs> oh Lord, I want, I thought physical touch was my love language, but baby, it wasn't. It and you know it what? It started going downhill. And you know what? I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm the opposite. It's not, it's not that I don't like it. I just, yeah. it's not something that I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, I need it right now. Yeah. Or, or public affection, all that type of stuff. That's, that is me where I'm, I'm bad with that. Yeah. I'm bad. Yeah. I, and I realized that later on. Yeah. It was one of those things, the holding the hands in public and stuff like that. <laughs> if I, I, I didn't know I me. wasn't doing it. I mean. It's hard. Oh God, I don't mind I being gay, it. but like, I don't really want to hold no man's hand in public. Like, and I'm not embarrassed. It's just like, for <laughs> me, it's just like, I 
kind of like when some like <laughs> anybody I've ever been with. Let me just say this. I like when um, it's just like I like being with like my homie. Like oh, I, get I feel it. you. Like, I it's like, that's 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 really type. Like a homie. Like oh my god, you're my homie. That's, that when I get home, I can you know yep. it could be other things, but. I like my home. Like I just want like my best friend. Like I just want to hang out every day, laugh, Same joke. Way. No, I love public Ugh. display of affection. I, I mean, want I don't mind it on other people to a certain extent. Like okay, holding not hands, aggressive. arm around the shoulder, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's that, fine. I like right. basic that's stuff, but fine. I don't want you to be like touching my thigh in front of. Because what if I get excited? I'm easily turned on. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> the bathroom. <laughs> I have a question. Now. Girl, wait. You gonna sleep? Wait, Renee. Pause. Wait, what did she just say? She said there's a bathroom. Renee, you're gonna get nasty in the bathroom in a public place. You're that type of girl. What your uh, man? You got to. Yeah. You got to. Yeah, I mean, you don't touch I'm, anything. I'm Janine, <laughs> I keep it fun. You got to keep oh, it fun. I like that. Janine, yeah, I was going to say, <gasps> being married, it don't matter. It really <laughs> I knew you was having sex in the it church don't. I was working at Whoa. in the family bathroom. I knew I it. Stop. I walked in after one say, day. I ain't do that. I uh, walked in one day. I smelled something. Oh, never, ever, ever, ever. I said, oh, it smelled like somebody was going in in here. <laughs> this guy. Making love. This guy. In this church. No, Ew. don't believe. Making Rain love. I don't believe nothing that they, man said. And you want that apology <laughs> on stage? Straight <laughs> <laughs> up, right? Right? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know if I'm ever going. I would love to sing, but I got, I'm got. i going to be myself from now on. I yeah. played the role too long. You ain't done singing, though. Nasty, but I'm not, no, I don't think I'm done. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I, even I, like going to public bathrooms if I need to use a restroom. I'm like, not. I'm about it. I'm straight up. I can't. But quick question about these love languages while we're on it. Because this is something (laughs) that always bothers me. Right? Let's say, like, for example, you, I mean, all three, well, me and Reynolds were kind of on the same page. You two love, no, you love it. I love it. You don't as much. Yeah. So what if Mm -hmm. your partner's love language wasn't that? It wasn't. Like, how, I know (laughs) to a certain extent. It was really hard. To a certain extent, we have to be willing because you have to love them in their love language, right? Not in yours. How do you do it without forcing yourself or getting uncomfortable? Oh, you got it. So that's hard because I feel like I have been with people who don't know what their love languages are themselves. Mm -hmm. And that was hard because I kind of had to like try everything to figure out what is your love language. I don't know. And they're like, I don't know my love language. So them figuring themselves out also is like a great part of it, but. Yeah, I've noticed that if I can't just be myself effortlessly and it just flow, then it's just probably not going to work because oh, I really do need yeah. someone who gives me like for real all that uh, attention and love and yeah. and it's okay if I don't everyone's like what's your love language? I love all of them. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, but, but <laughs> gifts were like never gifts. like a big deal to me. It's like little gifts. Not a big deal, but baby, you buy me a nice gift, baby. You, I'm not going to not I like it. I will give you a good night. I, I'm not going to not like it. I've gotten really nice <laughs> gifts, but to me, the gifts that mean the most are like, I got you your favorite tacos from yes. this place with this juice that you love. And with like that's like, yeah. you know, talking about yeah. why I love yeah. you. Like my name, like R-E-N-O-L-D and I put in like R is for resilient. <laughs> E is for enthusiastic. This gotta be Wait, mean. R is for Brazilian? Resilient. Oh, I had someone one time give me the entire alphabet. And, and everything nasty. they said, they loved about me. And I was Yo like, ass. that's kind of love. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but my favorite right. is when, like, I, I think my top two are acts of service. And I like gifts, not like Wait, you cussed. <laughs> you know what? I said ass. <laughs> Ain't that a cuss word? I guess. I don't care. 
Do I work at a church? <laughs> Girl, you do be singing though. I don't want you to get excommunicated. Okay, we'll bleep that part. No, but I think my top two would be acts of service and gifts, but not like necessarily, you know, bougie, bougie things, but like, like you said. Yeah. But when the two combine, like, Ugh. let's say you are hungry mm-hmm. and then they come with the tacos and it's like two things there. And then after. Provide. Oh, girl. Well, That's I where I draw the line. Well, <laughs> I can't. I probably wouldn't eat the tacos. I probably would do the other stuff first. We and are eat the tacos. After. And here's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, that is. Fair call. Fair call. That it is. Ooh, I'm looking like Ray Charles over here. <laughs> what it is? Taco Tuesday. Oh, come on. We're going to Taco Tuesday. It's Taco. Thursday. We, we record this live. Thursday? Yes, because it's going out on Thursday. Hold on, what time? Oh, stop playing. It's Thursday. It's <laughs> Thursday. Messing my whole life up. It's Thursday at midnight right now. No, really quick before we jump off of it, though. Okay. So, with the 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 uh, love languages, mine being, I like cleaning. And it's not. You like to clean? No, no, no. <laughs> Acts of service. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> me. Okay. But I do oh. clean. I clean all the time. So, I'm not, that, it's something that, that I do service. anyway. But, yeah. Where where I know that I'm not, I'm not, I might be a little uncomfortable with the public display. Mm-hmm. I have to meet in the middle. Yes. yes. I have yeah. to meet in yeah. the middle. Yeah. So I'm going to, instead of holding your hand every single time I go out, out of the five times we go out, I'm at least going to do it two to three times. Yeah. And so, literally, I had a close friend recently. I was uh, talking to them and they were talking about how they don't really want to have a big wedding, but they know uh, that their partner wants to have a big wedding. And... He was like, oh my, like, I'm going to have to have a big wedding. And to me, I think love, it's like, um, I think I, th- I might have learned this from Nate and Emily Johnson. Like love is like trying to outdo each other with love. Yeah. And so like when I'm in love, I want to outdo, like, I want to love you so hard. You're like, man, like, how can I outlove him? Yeah. That's and how you like, stay in love. Yeah. And that's how I'm trying that's to be. That's how you stay in love. Yeah. Yeah. Quit playing. I'll love us into another dimension. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm trying to love. I'm serious. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm very single. If anybody's wondering, <laughs> I'm very single, but I do. Podcast. <laughs> but let me be honest. <laughs> I do have a type. So like, don't, don't be like, <laughs> I have a type. I ain't got no type. I do have a type. And if you don't meet that, I'm sorry. It's a very, It's not that specific. There's it, just one. Yes, a man. Quality. If I wanted to date a woman, I'd be with a woman. <laughs> and so for me, and I'm not judging. And guess what? I love all my brothers and sisters. Y'all know I have friends who are like, you know, extremely feminine. Not, and I'm not. For me, this is just me, and I don't. I'm not trying to be camp. I, if I wanted to be with a woman, I would be with a woman. Oh I want to be with somebody who has more masculine traits and that's my type. Amazing. And I'm not saying like, not, I mean like, and I'm not saying like masculine, like weird masculine where like, Oh, do 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 do. Like just, yeah, I know what I like. That's your type. That's Confident. my type. I have the same type. I have the same type. I like As straight people, you can say that. They don't get mad at you for saying that. But like as the gay person, they're like, Oh, you're so wrong for like, no. That's what I like. And I'm not mad about it. But guess what? I have friends who are flamboyant. I have friends who are, like, I don't care. Like, I have trans friends. I have, I got every type of friend. I got Christian friends. I got conservative friends. I got friends that trying to pray the gay out of me. I got friends <laughs> that's trying to <laughs> make sure I stay gay. I got friends. It's just crazy. I got everywhere. This whole wrong thing. Yeah, you and it's crazy. Yeah. And then I had a friend call me this week. Um, let me shut up. I'm not trying to make this about me. I, I want to hear what you have to say. I had a friend call me this week. He was like, he said, he was like, yeah, 
So I was like, he was telling me basically about like the whole, like my whole situation. And I was like, so you want me to like never be in love, like, and not marry nobody, not be with nobody. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, but you get to. Hmm. Why do I feel like I know who this is? You don't know this person. Oh, okay. I was thinking. Oh, I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, that's how you know this this episode's been way too comfortable. We're too comfortable. Oh, my God. All right. Mental health is a buzzword right now. (laughs) But what are some practical ways to stay healthy mentally? Janine, you're the counselor. You know everything. Um, (laughs) I feel like you probably had a lot of clients, some crazy clients. Um, How do you, how do you, what are some practical ways to stay healthy mentally? I hate to use, you know, the, the, like you said, the buzzwords, um, but self-care, um, there is something so imperative about taking the time to invest in yourself, to care for yourself well, um, because a lot of us are out there, you know, taking care of our, our friends, our family members, the people that we care about, our partner, our spouse, our husband, our wives, and we don't necessarily take the time to reinvest that energy in ourselves. Yeah. And so I think that that is one of the fastest ways to end up at a, a four and a five as opposed yeah. to a seven and an eight with regards to kind of how you're feeling internally is you've got to take care of yourself, not just for the actual care, but for the reminder that you're worth it. You know, wow. that you deserve wow. it. That you're yeah, as like worthy that. of your time Shut and energy as the people in your life. That was a Fact. word. And yeah. I feel like um, a lot of pastors, they don't do that. They don't. Like, it's more like everybody else is more important than yourself. And then that's why you see so many pastors having so many scandals and messing up. and Or just people, not even pastors, like people in power. Yeah. It's like when you're caring yeah. for everybody else, it's like you lose, like you don't take care of yourself. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's why, like, a lot of leaders just go, they go wrong, go bad. They're human. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. I yeah, what are some practical ways you guys say mentally? Well, I was, I don't know if you guys all know this, but I was like 120 pounds heavier than this. And I was very, very depressed yeah. at one point. And I had to kind of take a look in the mirror and say, like, how can I change this? Yeah. So for me, I think a lot of my mental health was nutrition and yeah. like lack of exercise. And so it comes back to that self-care of like, okay, how can like, I think that food is medicine for the body. And yes. I think like your mental health is reflects that. And when you have um, a lot of dis-ease disease in the body, it starts to manifest in Ooh. places. And that's how people, people get like throat cancer because they're not speaking their truth. You know, they get uh, certain things in the bodies that don't align with them and it make them really, really sick. So that self-care of like sitting with yourself, going yeah. for a walk, meditation, um, a bath. I love baths. <laughs> like I, I can spend that. 45 minutes like doing gua sha on my face, Wish hydrating myself, exfoliating. Like, I love that. That's I my like thing. a bath with somebody else, but not by myself. <laughs> I wish I had time. Right, no, it's Look, like three times wasn't a week. One of, she mentioned self-soothing. Didn't she say that? You don't always need to look outside. Girl, I'm, no, I self-soothe, honey. <laughs> <laughs> This I don't have a Did we not talk about that before? I take, I, let me tell you something. I will, I will take myself out the, I have a good time. Oh, okay, I love okay. myself. <laughs> I, and good. I, I take care of myself. That's all I'm, <laughs> period. That's my business. Honestly. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Oh, you're fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> just Reynolds no. and his partner dreams. I'm just, can I put it out there? Yes, can I hope? Why not? I've been quiet Speaking for so long about my. About, honestly, yes, you're right. Because I could to not speak talk about for yes. twenty something years. I haven't. It's your turn. So I'm speaking freely now. I got a lot to say. No, yeah. I think I'll take she care did. of my. I think for me, 
my weight has been a lot of like a lot of the change in me. I think when I started to see like, oh, I'm becoming who I've always wanted to become. Like my body, like I'm getting the dream body. So like I'm embracing that. Yes. And I was like, when I started to like the weight started to come off, I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm lighter. here, like like lighter. And I didn't want like I, I don't know. Good. You just don't want to. The head feels yeah. good. The mind feel good. Everything. Yeah. The breathing feel good. Mm -hmm. It's just something that's like, I'm not, I feel like sometimes like, because I was bigger, I lived in that mentality of like, I need to hide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, once I started getting lighter and free, I was like, but that just put you I to don't want to hide. Are. I want to show everything. Yeah. That yeah. put you to where you are right now yes. though. And it's all coming into alignment with like you being yourself yes. and stepping out and really that shows you can see it in your spirit that you are like, honey, oh, I'm free. Honey, you I, really are. I'm selling it. you too free sometimes. You wear your see-through shirt. <laughs> I know, girl. I love a see-through shirt. I'm going to a wedding soon next week. And a see-through shirt. No, but I think I'm going to wear it. He did say it like that. I, know. I don't know. I want to wear it this summer, though, somewhere. You should. I know where you can. Where? <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. A You're going. Party. Okay. <laughs> Is somebody gonna sponsor my Mexico trip on this podcast? Because <laughs> uh, I'm not singing like I used to. I didn't realize like I used to sing a lot. Like that's why my voice was always going because I was singing like I was singing to to make the bag. It was crazy. Not to make the bag. Every time I got up there it was for Jesus. But when I sat down and church was over. Run me my coins. Because my <laughs> gift is free, but my time is not. Hey. hey. <laughs> okay. Facts. Facts. Run me my that. coins. Run me my you coins. You didn't tell us your answer, though. What? What do you do? Like when you Oh, well, I am, I am um, actively in uh, counseling. Um, I, and I really feel like I have a lot of people in my life who have different perspectives. I think a lot of times in life when we don't agree with people, we will push them out. And so for me, I try to have a balanced perspective. And then after I have all these perspectives, I go to God and I say, God, what do you want me to do? And I think for me, my hope and everything is centered on Jesus. And so for me, how I keep my mental health is, uh, it's praise and worship. Yeah. Like the more I praise God, the more I see what God can do. Mm -hmm. It's like the more I lift him up. The more I, I I call on his name, the more I I see him move in my life. It's like I know he's got to come through. Oh. I mean, I think and and through. even like I was thinking about my life recently. I was like, man, I moved to Arizona, and when I moved to Arizona, a lot of people didn't know I didn't have enough money to pay my bills. Up, I was, I was living there all the way to May. I only had enough. I got there in July. I only had enough money till September. And do you know I never missed a bill, never missed a meal, never missed a car payment. I moved from Arizona to Vegas. And when I got to Vegas, like the, the second month, I lost all my money because my car broke down that week. My tire busted. And do you know, times got hard, but I never missed a meal. I never. And so now I'm in a new season where I'm not making the same money I was making when I was singing at churches, when I was doing that. Like my, my finances have decreased significantly. But guess what? I just have to think back on what God has done. Yeah. And when you start to think back what God has done, God, and that's what I believe, God is like, it's supernatural. It's it's like, he, like my mental health, it's like sometimes it's like, man, like people are like, how do you have peace and joy? It's like really like me partnering with something so super, taking my natural worries and partnering together and I have the yeah. supernatural. And yes. it's like, how do I have joy? Yeah. How do I have peace? Yeah. How am I waking up smiling? How yeah. am I really happy on Like I literally be walking around like, and I, and I start to get these praise phrases and I'll say, if I don't have it today, I don't need it today. Mm. 
Period. If I don't have mm. the money today, I, like I don't need it today. If I don't know where my, where, if I don't have the spouse today, I don't need it today. Because mm-hmm. God, he yeah. says, I am your daily bread. Yeah. And we talk about daily bread. That means you're going to go for it daily. That means you got to go to him daily to get what you need for the day. Mm-hmm. But see, so a lot of us want God to give us everything yeah. because yeah. we don't mm-hmm. want to go to him daily. But he said, I'm going to be your daily bread. So you got, yeah. Woo, I'm sorry. I told you. <laughs> no, 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 you got me thinking because the other yeah, day, good. the other that's day good. I was actually thinking and I talked to my wife and I said, I actually stopped when I was praying the other day. And I and I said sorry to God. I said yeah. sorry to Jesus because I was like, there was some stuff that happened probably two three months ago yeah. that brought me down below yeah. that five four range that I had to do with my children and things like that. Yeah, and I was getting so close to God. Yeah, down there, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it while I'm up here. Yes. the way that I yeah. do it when I'm. I'm down and I, is, I don't like that. I hate that. Actually. Literally, and like that, that, and I think sometimes that's why God brings you back right. to that place. Because yeah. the Bible mm-hmm. says, if my people were called by my name, name would humble themselves and pray. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes God's got to get your ass humble. Oh, yeah. yeah. God got to get your ass like, you going to be, you got to, I'm going to humble you. That scares me. Because when you really living at the top, let me tell you something. I was singing, making good money. Like, I did not worry. Like, I would be acting dramatic, like, oh, but like I, money was coming all the time. Like I was never like really adding, never like I was saving, doing literally. But I wasn't calling on God. I wasn't. Yeah. Now when I go to church, she was singing on Sunday. I literally almost had a Baptist fit because yeah. I'm like <laughs> I'm so in tune with the Spirit because I need like to survive this season. I need yeah. God. But what it's teaching me is that even when God puts me back on the mountaintop. Which you I'm going to keep that same yeah. energy. Don't make him your yeah. emergency contact. Right, right, That's what right. They say. B-G-E. Yes. Big God energy. B-G-E. Yeah. Yeah. Big God energy. A lot of y'all want big dick energy. You need to get big God energy. Well, the best thing about it is finding out that when you didn't have, I didn't have really much of a faith and then realizing that I have come into a lot more faith is I ask God to help me and you have free will. Mm-hmm. So, like, unless you ask for help and call and, and, and say prayers, it. you yep. know, like, you're not going to yep. get it. So that just is proof that you, you know, Facts. need Jesus. You need God. You need your higher powers, your angels, whoever's going to come through for yes. you. You yep. have to ask and you have to be, you know, specific and humble. Yep. Yeah. Can I really good. quick? Yeah. And we move on. I was just thinking about something because I heard you say I've heard you say it over and over again. Singing. I don't know if I'm going to be singing. I heard another podcast. You didn't even know if you're going to be singing at all, all types of stuff. Real quick, small story. I been in entertainment. My dad grew up in entertainment all my life. Yeah. On TVs, everything. Went back to Australia, started emceeing. Anybody that would come from America, I would open up for them singing the wrong stuff as you and I would know. Yeah. All right. So I stopped in my early 20s, I was like, you know what? This don't feel right. I'm going back late, staying out 2 o'clock in the morning, blah, blah, blah. Didn't think I would ever get back into music ever again. I was like, yo, I can't do it. I just can't even be in music no more. Yeah. God shows up. You know my situation as far as swimming and everything like that? Yeah. I have taken all of my music and all the production and all the videos and everything like that right into that. You see the parodies. I'm still rapping. Yeah. Still, still doing stuff in music. Still making videos. Still doing everything. He's gonna call you. He's gonna call you, and it's yeah. gonna go bang. Yeah. You have. You ain't done. Your voice is too good. good. 
You are not even close to done, dog. Agreed. Yeah. Not even yeah. close. Not with that anointing. There's absolutely no, no way with that no, no. level of anointing. There's no way God would let that go to waste. No way. Man mm-hmm. can't stop that. No. Man can't stop that. Uh. Uh-uh. All right, guys. I don't want to cry. I had to, I I had to say sunglasses. You said it again tonight, and I heard you on other podcasts talk about it. And I'm telling you, you ain't no way. There's because no, no one can cancel you. No. Like that's not no. real. No. Mm-mm. And I think sometimes we, I really just want affirmation from man. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'm wrestling. Like, yeah. I have to mm-hmm. be confident in the affirmation of God. Yeah. yeah. And I think, honestly, like, if you are a church person listening, uh, I think how the church treats gay people is terrible. It's like, I was telling my mom this on the phone. It's like everybody in the room is about to die, right? And they all need some blood, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody in the church is about to die. Everybody's dying. They need blood. And it's like a gay person has blood, but the church is like, I would rather die than take this blood from that person. And I think that is the hard part. We'll take blood from somebody who's prideful. We'll take blood from somebody who may be gluttonous. We'll take blood, but we won't take blood from somebody who is gay because we don't understand it. And to me, that is the most hurtful thing that I have to sit on the sidelines because you would rather not take blood from me because you don't understand how I got the blood that I got. Mm-hmm. But it's the same blood as the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Praise God. All right. We're going to wrap up this episode. It's 1-800-ASK-A-SAINT. Whoa, mighty God. Well, today I am the question asker. I know it's Father's Day coming up and I want us all to give a shout out. And some love to our dad. You may be asking, what is a love out? Uh, it's a shout out with love. So I'm going to start out. Hero Kent, my dad, you are just an amazing. Let me take my sunglasses off. My daddy bought me these too. My, oh, yeah. Yeah, he bought me these. My daddy, let me tell you about my daddy. My dad always buys me good gifts. He is a good, he, my dad is probably the best gift giver I ever know. So whoever I end up with, you know, they say you pick somebody. Well, that's for girls. I don't know. But um, yeah, my dad's a good <laughs> gift giver. Um, I just love my dad because um, he has just always let me be me. And I think even like in this last season, when like everybody else didn't understand, my dad understood. And to me, like, it really don't matter what nobody else got to say. And even when like, I know like, I think it was a little hard for my mom to, you know, understand everything. My dad, like, he's, like, he didn't just say he stood 10 toes down. He was 10 toes down. And I respect him. And I love him. And, like, nobody's perfect. We all, like, you know, get things wrong. But one thing I can say is my dad, like, he's a good man. He loves people. He does right by people. My dad still be around people who I know and who he knows who, who have talked dirty about him in the church and be laughing, kicking. And I'd be like, I don't know how Harold and Renee do it. Cause my mom will get, hang out with those people too. Cause I'm not like that. I have separated myself. Like I go around like, Hey, hey hallelujah. But we not close. <laughs> Cause you was talking about my parents when they got divorced and I don't mess with you, <laughs> but I love you, but we won't be close. But dad, I love you. You're a good man. I thank you. And, um, you know, I still need you to sponsor those two podcasts. I know you're going to do it because you're a man of your word. But 
I just wanted to say that out there too. Hallelujah. So you can just send that in the cash app. I'm going to send you a good Father's Day gift too. My money is kind of, you know, but I got you. <laughs> Anybody else want to shout at their dad? Gosh. Yeah. I mean, we got to, right? Yeah. Go ahead. I love my dad. Oh, it's Father's Day, huh? It's coming yeah. up. Yes, girl, Father's Day. It. I was like, why just dads? I was like, my mom too. Yeah. <laughs> He's always about the moms. The moms always got love. She's my, my, my bestie. All right. My pops. I'll, all right. I'll go. I'll go. My pops, Ron Knight. I love you. You know it. I ain't. I, I mean, you beat my ass when I was supposed to get my ass beat. Yeah, literally. That's just. I, I swear. I swear. Like I. I think about it now because I got two boys, and let's just say I appreciate it because they're getting it now. So thank you, pop. My dad smacked the hell out of me at McDonald's one time. <laughs> the literal hell. I mean, get it. Oh get it, you get it. He said, don't eat. And I sat down and started eating. I didn't hear him. I don't think yeah, I did. Dude. But he said, oh. Hey. I still remember to this day. I don't know what side of my face it was. Oh my gosh. That's what now was I have to He might have smacked the gay into me. <laughs> 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 That's like our gay at McDonald's. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, dad. He's going back right Why do you say this? That's so funny. All right. Oh, my God. I love my dad. My dad is literally the sweetest. I get so emotional talking about him. My dad is the sweetest guy. He's literally just always so encouraging. So I love you, dad. You send He sends me good morning messages. Literally every morning tells me, like, have a good day. I love you. Like, so supportive. And I love that. Yeah. He's just great. He really yeah. is. Mm. Well, I'm not one um, for the mushy gushies, you know. But I'll just say thanks, dad, for not hitting me. <laughs> And I love you. <laughs> All right, Janine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my dad, I actually, uh, I lost my dad around this time last year. Um, he was my stepdad, technically, but the absolute best man I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. Um, and the only person on this earth who I felt as seen, as accepted and as loved, um, I, I haven't other than other than my relationship with God, I've never felt as unconditionally loved for exactly who I am. And I just I couldn't I couldn't possibly thank him enough for what he's been in my life. Wow! Wow! That's amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I didn't know that, Janine. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna wrap up this episode. Um, I'm not gonna do a um. This some. Let me tell you something. We have. I have preached in this episode. If you did not get a word, that is on you. You need to go fat, rewind five ten minutes ago. I know that was straight rhema from heaven because I did not practice that. That was not. And I'm gonna say the next word for next week because this is a good word. I don't and I don't want to waste it. I buy shata because sometimes sometimes preachers they give too much. I want to give just enough. You know what I mean? You you chew on chew on this. So, and then next week, come get some more. Come hungry. Come hungry. Mm -hmm. I'm always hungry. That's why you got uh, smacked at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, Harold's old. Oh, my God. I can't believe he did that. I still talk about that to this day. All right. Um, yeah. If you're a business owner and would like to sponsor the Not Safe for Church podcast, please email the Not Safe for Church podcast at gmail.com. I need sponsors. I need ads. We're getting gearing up for season two. I have some big things I really, 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 really want to do. So I need your help. I want to thank my sponsors, my wonderful co-hosts. Janine, thank you for coming on. Oh, my gosh. Curtis, this is your first time. Thank you. You will be back if you, like, you know, if you accept the offer. And um, thank you, Claiborne Loose, for this awesome music. Like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on IG at NSFC Podcast. Till the next time, Jesus is for everybody. Yes, I am. For me. Yeah.
for you, for your baby daddy, and for your cousin, for your auntie, for your coworker you don't like, <laughs> for this podcast that you tell you scared to tell somebody you listen for your to. Dog. <laughs> for your cat.